Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Good 
afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember, you can take this show with you anywhere on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, uh, easy way to keep Oh, uh, handy, and of course, on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1, uh, as well as uh, ericasher.com. Our podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, so make sure you check it out there. And of course, um, most of the um, major podcasting platforms actually have a um, uh, the full slate of uh, shows. Uh, that are there for your leisure, but you can always go to Anchor. That's our home base. Also, again, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports uh, this week, uh, Thursday at 1 p.m. with our live broadcast on LAE TV. Also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page at 1 p.m. on Thursday, 6 p.m. on LAE uh, on Thursday night, uh, 10 o'clock on Thursday night on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, and then uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, Juan Kincaid, sports director at Fox 8 Sports, will be our guest this week. And, boy, a lot going on uh, with um, on Thursday with, again, Willie Green uh, and his announcement uh, on Tuesday of being the uh, – Pelicans head coach, and then, of course, the NBA draft on Thursday night. Saints open up their training camp on Thursday uh, morning. So, again, a lot to talk about, uh, including, again, what's going on at the collegiate level as well. Juan Kincaid will break it down for us this week on the program. Larry Holder will be our only guest today from The Athletic. He'll join us at 535 this afternoon. So, again, a lot to talk about uh, there and a lot really to get into when you start uh, discussing uh, what has transpired uh, since last week. We were out on Friday. So we didn't get a lot of chance to be able to discuss or, or, or talk about uh, the situation with Michael Thomas. We will definitely get into that today. We'll talk about Michael Thomas, uh, the situation with the surgery or not having the surgery. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll also uh, talk about um, uh, the Saints have a new cornerback. We'll talk about that new cornerback and uh, where that cornerback is expected to play. Uh, we'll get into um, what's going on with Willie Green, as mentioned. Uh, also, the... Uh, Situation with uh, the Saints and uh, uh, the off the off the field stuff that's going on uh, with Michael Thomas, um, uh, including what's going on at the front office. Uh, we'll talk about Caesars, uh, something we mentioned last week on this program, and one of the things that we talked about was uh, if the, if in, in fact again the naming rights were going to Caesars, which we knew was going to happen, uh, and there was some rumors out there that Bally's was going to be the name of the um, of the naming rights. Um, uh, for, for the dome as far as the branding of the dome. Uh, but, again, see, I'm so glad it was season. I mentioned that last week. But with that, would the Harris Hotel also and the Harris Casino also be changed to Caesars? And we know that that is happening now. So, again, Caesars officially the naming rights partner for the Saints uh, and the Superdome. Harris will transition to the Caesars brand. So, again, all that's going to be happening here in New Orleans uh, very, very soon uh, as you see the name going up uh, on, on the dome as we speak. Um, also, we'll get into um, uh, the Pelicans as they prepare for the uh, 10th overall pick, if they keep the pick, because now there are a lot of rumors out there uh, that the Pelicans are, are in con- contact with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies about trying to dump Eric Bledsoe uh, and at the same time uh, taking their 10th overall pick, sending it to Memphis uh, and getting Memphis' 17th, 17th overall pick. Also, the Pelicans supposedly once again have an interest in Miles Turner, which has been going on for a long time. I don't know if that happens unless they move on from Adams, but we'll see how that kind of plays out. There also was a wide receiver that worked out for the Saints today that also plays professional lacrosse. 
We'll give you all that coming up here on the, on the program uh, as we go forward. Uh, but let's start with, off with Michael Thomas. And this really broke on Friday afternoon when I was out. And I mentioned something on social media, the only, the only social media post that I had up over the weekend uh, about the situation with Michael Thomas. And the, 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 really the, the many dimensions and levels that, that this thing is on now. I'm going to say this right now. How can, how can one not look at Michael Thomas and not see two different players? I mean, how can you at this point? Number one, you had the player that was drafted in the second round out of Ohio State. He came in with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he did all the right things, said all the right things, was a team player, played at an all-pro level. He set a record for receptions for a single uh, season in 2019, 149 receptions. He signs a five-year, $100 million contract. $61 million of that is guaranteed in the extension at 2019. Now, again, that was the largest contract at the time uh, for, the, uh, for a wide receiver in the history of the NFL. Remember, $61 million guaranteed as part of that deal as, uh, as well. His annual salary, about $19.4 million. Now, since then, obviously, he's been eclipsed. He's now fifth uh, in the NFL in terms of uh, wide receiver's uh, salary. He was a team player, it seemed, until he got the extension. And then something happened. Then came the diva, Michael Thomas. And I can remember sitting behind this microphone and talking about Michael Thomas as a guy that was different. Because we've seen so many, even here in New Orleans, right, with Brandon Cook and others, uh, that these wide receivers, they get to a point where they get paid or they start getting some success in the NFL, and then all of a sudden it's a diva position. You can't have the workman like, like wide receiver anymore. So you got a situation now with Michael Thomas where we've seen a different side of Michael Thomas, the diva. It started again with, on social media. You know, social media fights with, first of all, other wide receivers in the NFL. Deontay Parker was one. And then locally, challenging Andrew Doak, uh, Channel 4 sports reporter, uh, to a fight out, and, you know, at, at, the, at the Saints facility. Now, again, this was done via social media. But pretty much telling him, look, I'm going to whip your ass, right? Uh, and everybody just in amazement, simply because Doak asked him to be a pro based on his comments that he was making about what was going on in the NFL playoffs. Now, anybody knows Andrew Doak, <laughs> Andrew Doak's not going out there to pick, pick a fight with anybody. you kidding me? And it was the first sign that maybe, again, something's up with this, with this Michael Thomas cat, okay? Uh, he's not the same guy that he was before the contract was signed. Then, of course, fighting on fans with social media. We saw that over and over again. Very active on social media. Almost felt like, again, he needs to unplug, right? Then there was the Drew Brees situation with the flag controversy that happened, where, again, Brees, again, made Michael Thomas, okay? I'm not sure he gets 149 catches from any other quarterback. I'm not sure he's the player he is today without Drew Brees. But yet again, when the controversy eked in about the, the situation with, again, the standing for the flag and everything else that subsequently happened there, it wasn't Michael Thomas running to the aid of Drew Brees. In fact, it was quite the opposite, quite the opposite. After that, the locker room brawl with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Remember? Slant boy. Slant boy. Now, not sure again why the thin skin on Michael Thomas, but ultimately again, a brawl within the organization or with a player. That happens at times, but it never lingers. It never lingers. I'm not sure if this one lingered or not. But what we do know is that again, he became a malcontent. 
Because subsequently after that, there was an argument with Sean Payton. There was a mistreatment of staff members. And there was a subsequent suspension there, in which the Saints really helped out Michael Thomas because they could have had him as contract uh, con- as, as conduct detrimental to the team. And they could have grabbed his, again, his bonus money that they had already paid him as part of that fine. Instead, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They really went light on him. Again, maybe again, trying to be able to soothe things over, knowing that, look, maybe they had him, maybe Thomas had him over the barrel a bit because of the upfront money of $61 million. The, the Saints didn't go after that money. Now, the NFLPA might have fought that down the line, but it's in the bylaws of the NFL that would have allowed them to go after that money. After, again, the fight with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, uh, the situation with getting in the argument with, with Sean Payton, and then, again, treating the staff members, coaches, and other, player, uh, other people like, like, uh, like he was keep t- treating them. And also, and I'll just say this now, although there's not a media member in this town that's going to bitch and complain about it, I know for a fact from talking to those media members how he treats the media members in the locker room as well. Completely different than it was in his first few years in the NFL. He's a jerk. He's an absolute jerk in the locker room. So, all that going on behind the scenes. And this is not even, again, getting, in, getting into the fact that it looks like right now Michael Thomas took the money and limped. Well, i got to say limped because that's all he can do right now because he didn't have offseason surgery. Injured against Tampa Bay last year, in and out of the lineup because of the high ankle sprain. And even back then we were questioning, why didn't he get the surgery? Okay, again, well, because it's a season-ended surgery for him because it's going to take about four months. His production didn't equal, again, being one of the highest-paid players in the NFL, being one of the highest-paid players as, as a wide receiver in the NFL. But he was injured. He gets a pass. Injured players get a pass. Now, in hindsight, Peyton doesn't get a pass because, remember, he had his $100 million in the wide receiver in the game during garbage time against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he was trying to run the score up in week, run, in week one. And it came back to bite him. It was a freak play. But again, it kept, Mike, it kept Michael Thomas out of, uh, pretty much out of the lineup for a year. Now, it was described as a high ankle sprain back then. But it kept him out pretty much all of last season. He was pretty much ineffective on the field. He wasn't the same guy. Now, the PR machine of the, of the Saints say that this was about Breeze in his last season. That, that, again, that Thomas wanted to be on the field for Breeze's last season. Now, based on his offseason comments about Breeze, that seems like more like Saints propaganda machine at work than, again, uh, than, than Thomas coming out and just having to play with Breeze for, the, for that year. Look, in hindsight, should have got the surgery. Should have got the surgery last season. Now, what happens next, and I'll talk about that when we come back, is mind-blowing because knowing everything that we knew last year that, the, that again, and the Saints know more than anyone about what's going on here, that you got, a, again, a virtual malcontent on your hands, a volcano that is starting to fume within your locker room that could affect everything. And, again, this is one of your highest-paid players in the NFL, one of your highest-paid players on your team at a position where, again, he's the guy. He gets a little bit of a pass for being injured. But not what happened as the season ended. When we come back, we'll talk about that. 
You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you have a problem with your air conditioning system, it's not working. And especially right now, as again, we're in the hottest part of the summer. I do not want you to sweat it. Don't get excited. Don't kick the dog. Don't get upset. Call Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. They'll treat your home like their home. And, of course, only doing the work that's necessary. Authorize the service, all brands in the industry. Truly a company you can trust is Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's. This week at Macy's, save on everything you need for pool parties, barbecues, summer vacations, and more. And it's the perfect time to get a jump on back to school with looks you'll want to wear on repeat. Plus, the big home sale starts Wednesday at Macy's. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Bonneville to just past Clearview. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from Williams to Power. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, taking you home 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We were talking about Michael Thomas before we went to break. You know, just... 
talk a little bit about, again, the, the two sides of Michael Thomas, this Michael Thomas that we saw when he was drafted that was this incredible young player who went out there, worked his butt off, uh, had a little chip on his shoulder after being uh, drafted in the second round at Ohio State, uh, really a bonafide number one pick. The Saints had a steal, right? Uh, the guy comes in, he does everything you ask him to do, and then all of a sudden he gets paid and becomes a diva. And then leading up into last year, again, where, again, uh, he shouldn't have been at the game, in the game against Tampa Bay at the end. Saints were running up the score in Tampa Bay. And, uh, again, the, the football gods didn't like it. Ultimately, again, he gets his what, foot stepped on or uh, rolled into uh, and uh, it creates a high ankle sprain. Torn ligaments, torn deltoid, uh, and he tries to play through this, through the season. Uh, the the, uh, the organization throughout the propaganda that this was about him wanting to be able to play with Breeze in his last season. Not buying it. Not based on the comments that he made about Breeze in the offseason and based on what we've seen right now. I think it's more maybe about the fact that he didn't want to have surgery. He wanted to see if this thing could heal on its own. So, But he gets a pass because he was legitimately injured. That's up to the staff, the medical staff and the coaching staff and, and, and of course, the front office to be able to make that decision for him to be able to have surgery during the season. It was a lost season for him anyway. You prolong the situation. But he definitely doesn't get a pass what happened after that. It was reported by Adam Schefter in January of 2021, January 21st to be exact, that Michael Thomas was likely to have surgery on torn ligaments and a torn deltoid. Especially, again, as he was looking at a four-month month rehabilitation period. So he doesn't get a pass for not having this thing surgically repaired in January. Now, supposedly Thomas saw a specialist uh, after the 2020 season ended. Uh, the specialist said that maybe Thomas could rehab this injury and, and, and avoid surgery. Hard to believe when you're talking about what was described as torn ligaments and a torn deltoid. But, again, I'm not a, 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 an ankle specialist, so we'll leave that in the hands of the professionals. Thomas was supposed to spend a month uh, uh, attempting to heal the ankle and then return to the specialist to see if surgery was going to be needed. He never returned to the specialist. Never went on his follow-up appointment. Missed the follow-up appointment. Now, if he had returned to the specialist and gotten the surgery in March, he would have been ready for training camp right now. So, to me, this is a failure on so many levels. Okay? And so unlike the Saints that we've seen in the past. Some of this is on Peyton. Some of this is on the medical staff. Some of this is on the front office. First of all, for Peyton, didn't like the fact that he didn't have minicamp. Didn't like the fact that he told his team to stay home. You lost the, 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 the biggest, the greatest leader in the history of this organization in Drew Brees and the vacuum again that was left in that locker without having him there. And you trusted your players for the second year in a row to go out, rehab, get yourself in shape, and come back ready to go. What happens? Mandatory workouts are called off. Nobody's following up with Michael Thomas to find out if he's got his surgery, if he had surgery. How is that not on the big whiteboard? Thomas has surgery on this particular day. This is how he's doing. Who is not following up with Michael Thomas here at this point? The other part of this is Anyamata using PEDs. If Anyamata's on the, on the grounds, more than likely, again, he's, not, he's, he's turning to the trainers. The trainers tell him, you can't use this supplement. Maybe Anya Mata's here today and not, and not on, 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 again, the uh, six-game suspension uh, that's going to keep him out. Ultimately, both players are responsible, okay? There's no doubt about it. But the fact that as a team, you didn't have eyes on both of them. Plus, again, 
Peyton not being forthcoming to the media when he was asked about how Michael Thomas was in June. Okay? He's, you know what he said when he talked about the rehab on the ankle? So far, so good. That's a quote. Are you kidding me? He knew it was not so far, so good. He knew that the surgery had not been performed. He knew that Michael Thomas was AWOL. He knew the ankle was not so far, so good. In fact, he knew it was in horrible shape when he told that to the media. So who dropped the ball here? Who dropped the ball? Sure, Michael Thomas dropped the ball, no doubt about it. He should have, again, tried to rehab it when it didn't happen after a month, get in there and get the ankle surgery repaired in the offseason. But, folks, come on. This is, you're, you're talking about an NFL team here. You're about keeping track of what happens on your players on the offseason when they have surgery. And this is something that happens each and every year with each and every player that has any type of surgery. There's a follow-up. The, the medical staff, and again, I'm sure the coaches in some cases are involved at least knowing what's going on with the rehab with these players. The team had to be notified when Thomas didn't show up for his medical appointment. I mean, it had to happen. The doctor had this call and say, hey, Thomas didn't show up for his, 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 his appointment after a month. So that's a question. Who made the call to allow it to be able to heal naturally when it didn't heal naturally throughout the entire season? Why wasn't the surgery done last season? I mean, that's really the big question. Was it truly about Drew Brees' last season, or was it truly about Thomas not wanting to go under the knife? Look, I'll say this, and I think, I think this has been well documented. I was the first in this market to talk about it, the only one that was willing to talk about it, that I felt that the Saints sold out to Oshner. Uh, when it came to the medical staff, and again, that came to fruition with, again, mass firings within the organization because of misdiagnosis uh, of a player's injury. So we've seen this, so much so that even back then I was saying, there's no way I'm letting a Saints uh, doctor cut on me. There's no way I'm taking the doctor's prognosis on what's going on. I'm getting multiple uh, opinions, first, second, third opinions from the best in the business, and the Saints are going to pay for it. And a lot of players have opted out that way. But there's got to be a follow-up with those physicians to make sure that at least the player's doing what they said they were going to do. Were they following up with the, with the physician? Did they get the rehab? Were they, when is the surgery going to be scheduled? I mean, come on. This is on the Saints training staff, the Saints medical staff, the, again, the follow-up to make sure that, that Thomas was on track during the offseason to have the ankle either surgically repaired, healing, or getting stronger. I mean, this is a no-brainer here. No-brainer. This is on the front office and the coaching staff. You invested $100 million in Michael Thomas, and no one can catch a plane to go see what Michael Thomas is doing with the ankle? Not one person in that organization can find Michael Thomas. If he's not picking up the damn phone, go find him. Where is he? Knock on his damn door. You have $100 million invested in this player, $61 million guaranteed, and nobody's following up here? Nobody's calling his agent to find out what's going on? I mean, what were the Saints doing between January and June when it comes to Michael Thomas? It's a legitimate question to make sure that Thomas got the surgery. And if he is dodging them, they had to know this in April, right? They had to know this in April when they were getting ready to go into the NFL draft, right? I mean, you had to know this. So... Why are you not drafting a wide receiver early in what was called a great wide receiver draft? It's a legitimate question here. Your superstar wide receiver is refusing to get uh, surgery. He's dodging you. You can't find him. He's AWOL. 
You're keeping it quiet and under wraps because that's what you do at Saints at the Saints facility. Okay, you keep everything in the compound like the CIA. You only leak what you want to leak. But you don't draft a wide receiver early. You don't extend Sanders with a cap-friendly deal. They didn't even go after again a free agent uh, for, for insurance in case Thomas didn't come back at full strength early in the season of the possibility of him becoming a true malcontent on this team. I mean, think about it. With all the problems that we saw off the field last season, let's not pretend he didn't get suspended because of the dealings with the, the coaches in the fight and, uh, and the, the coaches that, that again, that, that he disrespected in the fight with Gardner Johnson. He had become a problem within that locker room. So much so that, again, it was mentioned that both Thomas's camp and the Saints were looking to trade Thomas. They couldn't trade him because he was damaged goods. He was injured. And then something that's very unusual. Peyton seems to be walking on eggshells, at least publicly when it comes to Michael Thomas. Doesn't want to piss him off. Doesn't want to, you know, I don't know. But this perception of Michael Thomas goes from hardworking, no-nonsense physical receiver, going all out on every play, beloved by the fan base, to a diva who got paid, got injured on a blowout play that should have never, he should have never been in the game, to a malcontent that now has nursed an injury for two years, unwilling to get the surgery, unwilling to get back on the field for the New Orleans Saints. I'm just saying this right now, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, who knew that Michael Thomas, when he was backing up that Brinks truck, and remember, we were all cheering it, right? Michael Thomas is getting paid. If anybody deserves to get paid, it's Michael Thomas. Back up that Brinks truck, Michael Thomas. Beep, 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 beep. $61 million guaranteed getting thrown in that truck. Who knew he was wearing a mask? Because he's been stealing ever since. Ever since. No, ladies and gentlemen, too much is given, much is expected. He's one of the highest paid wide receivers in the NFL. He's one of the highest paid players on the Saints team. He's a leader on this team when it comes to production, his tenure within that wide receiver room. How could Thomas have waited this long to get surgery? Why could he allow that not to happen earlier? No one, again, everything was on the line for this team in this offseason, especially with, again, the losses that you see. This team was gutted in the offseason. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit later on the program, why that was unnecessary. And, again, why, again, they should have done something to stop it based on, again, the amount of money they're paying in dead money versus the amount of money they would have paid the player to stay, which is still mind-blowing when I get to that later on. But how could the Saints have not stayed in touch with him after he missed his February appointment with a specialist to make sure that he got the surgery in March? Now, an injury then, it could have been surgically repaired last season. It's going to cost him not just games last season, but games this season. Expected to be out at least a month, at least a month, and maybe longer. We don't know. That's a month from the surgery. The way he's rehabbing now, who knows if he's getting back on the damn field? Unacceptable. Bad look for Thomas, who looks like now he's got paid, now he's unavailable. Bad look for the, for the, for the team and the, and the front office and the medical staff and the training staff because they didn't follow up to make sure he got the surgery. Now, I'm just going to say this straight up because I call it like I see it. One has to ask the question, an honest question here. If Michael Thomas was in a contract year and he knew that was coming up and he knew that, again, if he wasn't on the field, he wasn't going to have a chance to get that $61 million guaranteed, that $100 million contract. Would he have had the surgery? It's a legitimate question, ladies and gentlemen. 
okay? He's already cast that enormous bonus check. His money's in the bank. Whether he plays another down or not, $61 million in his pocket. No, the Saints did right by Michael Thomas. There's no doubt about it. Again, they drafted him in the second round. He was a productive player, and like they do with all their productive players, they reward those players. It's not on the Saints here for that. The question is, is Michael Thomas doing right by the Saints? And that's a legitimate question. And it's not just him. And when I come back, I'll talk about it. Because, again, when you start looking at how this affects not just the Saints in the wide receiver position, but, again, leaders on this team, leaders on this team that, again, this offseason, without having the supervision of the Saints looking down there, looking, across, looking down their back, making sure they're doing what they need to do like good little kids, treating them like grown men, some, again, some of the individuals on this team that were necessary for this team to have a good season, they let them down. They let them down. And I'll talk about that next here on Inside New Orleans. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friend, the Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, again, Southern Tire, if you're uh, in the market for a uh, uh, set of tires, set of wheels, uh, remember, financing available. And, of course, all the way up to 30 inches, again, you grab uh, so grab wheels and tires from Southern, Southern Tire. Also, man, I tell you what, quality auto repairs. Uh, ASC certified technician, same exact diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. But, folks, I'm telling you right now, you're not getting those dealership prices. You're dealing with a locally family-owned and operated company. The Piazza family has owned this business since 1972. There's a reason why. They treat their customers like family. Want somebody you can trust when it comes to your, again, tires, wheels. Uh, also, again, the, the inner workings of your, um, of, your, uh, of your car, your truck, your engine. You can trust my friends over at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or you can go to southerntire.com. They've even got a diagnostic uh, page on there, on, on their website where you can really diagnose what's wrong with your vehicle. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline and Metairie at Southern Tire. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 37 Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you fighting uneven temperatures in your home? Are you using window units or space heaters? If so, then you should call Burkhardt and look into the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating System. These Mitsubishi Electric ductless systems are perfect for additions, bonus rooms, workout rooms, and home offices, anywhere that's too hot or cold. And they're quiet and energy efficient. Trust Burkhardt to make every room in your home the perfect temperature. Visit Burkhardt today at acpromise.com until America sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, 
West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. America's number one tool store, Harbor Freight Tools, has a store opening near you. Visit our newest store off Memorial Boulevard and Bales Avenue in Picayune. Hurry in for unbeatable deals, like a 32-piece screwdriver set for 8 bucks, a cordless drill for 20 bucks, a floor jack for 85 bucks, and more. Harbor Freight Tools has served more than 40 million customers as the destination for everything from power tools and compressors to jacks and generators. Visit harborfreight.com to find your nearest store or shop Harbor Freight Tools in Picayune today. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. That's breaking news for the Pelicans. We'll get into that in a moment. As, uh, again, it looks like that uh, William, uh, that, uh, at the, uh, that David Griffin is, uh, has gotten rid of some, some baggage here. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that in just a moment. I did want to finish up about Michael Thomas. I want to put that to bed. And, and also, again, what's going on with the, uh, with the Saints. I'm going to get into the salary cap in the, in, in the second hour as well. Um, I talked about the fact that, again, the Saints did, did right by Michael Thomas. Uh, and I talked about, again, the, 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 the vacuum of, 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 of leadership now uh, with Drew Brees walking out the door. And the fact that, that Peyton decided to not, allow the, 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 not have the team come in, do the offseason workouts like we've seen, the, the mandatory mini camps like we've seen in the past. Again, he told, he told the guys, again, go out there, work out, come back in shape, just like he did last year. Well, you end up with Anyamato and with his suspension using PEDs. Lattimore and his suspension for an illegal possession of a stolen weapon. And, of course, Thomas not having his surgery. These are three players that had to step up and fill the void of leadership with the Breeze departure. And, again, especially with the production of their position, which was going to be paramount. All three of those individuals were selfish. All three of those individuals let their teammates down. They let their coaches down, let the, the organization down. They let the fan base down, and more importantly, they let New Orleans down. You're talking about three players that, again, that were necessary for this team uh, to be able to have a winning season and get into the playoffs. And maybe it could still happen. But now you've lost Lattimore. You've, you've lost on Yamada. And now we find out that Thomas laid on his ass in the offseason and didn't get his surgery. Nobody from this team again, had the idea to go find out what is Thomas doing and why has he not had surgery yet. And they couldn't figure that out until he got back here in June where he's had the surgery now where they think he'll be back in September. Man, this thing could linger all the way into the season based on what they, again, the diva Michael Thomas that we've seen. All right, shifting gears. Agent Wojnowski is, is reporting that, again, the Memphis Grizzlies and the New Orleans Pelicans are finalizing a trade they will send uh, Jonas uh, Valisantis uh, and a 2021 number 17 pick and 51 pick to the New Orleans Pelicans for Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, 2021 picks number 10 and number 40, a protected 2022 first-round pick via the Lakers. That's according to ESPN. So 
it appears that uh, uh, the Pelicans now will give up their 10th round, their 10th pick, and their 40th pick uh, in this year's draft. That's the second round pick. Uh, to get rid of Eric Bledsoe, they'll also attach the one of the first round picks from the uh, uh, from the from the Laker trade uh, to this deal as well, in order to make up for again the the mistake of bringing in an Eric Bledsoe and, and a Stephen Adams. Now uh, I got to check the uh, I got to check the salary cap to see again where, where we're at on 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 Valisenis, but uh, uh, at least right now again. Wojciechowski is reporting that uh, uh, the Pelicans have made a deal to rid themselves of Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe. It will cost them their first-round pick this year, uh, their, 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 the 40th pick in this year's draft, the future 2020, a protected 2020 uh, Laker pick, uh, and they'll get back the 17th pick in this draft uh, from, the, uh, from the Grizz and the 51st pick in the draft from the Grizz as well. Uh, we'll get into uh, as when I get a chance to get into the next break. Uh, I'll figure out exactly what's going on with the uh, with the salary cap as far as that goes uh, uh, from Memphis. Now we had, it had been rumored that Memphis was uh, uh, was going to be um, was a, was a possible suitor here uh, because of the uh, uh, of they they had some cap flexibility, but it was only being mentioned at that point that it was going to be Bledsoe uh, that possibly would be end up going uh, uh, to Memphis. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, but uh, it looks like a, a, as of this point, uh, the, uh, it looks like up to this point that they, they're going to be in a situation now where uh, they, they at least got re- getting rid of uh, Stephen Adams and Bledsoe. This is, look, on one hand, uh, you, 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 applaud, um, you applaud Griff for getting rid of him. But on the other hand, you cannot, you cannot dismiss the fact that, again, that he swung and he whiffed. And it's costing you now, not just, again, the 10th overall pick. And I talked about this last week on this program, okay? I talked about last week on this program that, this is, that if you are truly building to become a contender in the NBA, and this is going to be the year that you're going into the playoffs, and, again, from this point forward, it's going to be a, a lateral move up, up, the, up, up, the, up the ladder here in terms of uh, being in the playoffs each and every year, that you're never going to see the 10th pick again. Uh, unless maybe down the line, maybe one of those Laker picks or those bu- or the Buck picks, uh, if they end up coming down to you and uh, and they, th- those teams end up faltering and you're able to get those play- those teams in, in the lottery, or again you actually happen to get lucky in the, in the, in, with one of those picks. So I was hoping again that they would utilize those picks, and because and now again it seems as though uh, they're going to drop down to at least seven more seven slots. Uh, and they'll keep a number one pick this year. Also, had talked about that early second round pick, uh, having an opportunity to hold on to that. We'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, but again, at least again, they've been able to move off of uh, two players that just not fit on this team. And um, you know, maybe it's going to give them a little bit of cap flexibility uh, going forward there uh, when it comes to uh, the situation with the Memphis Grizz- Grizzlies uh, and, and this particular trade. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We'll reset here. Uh, in the second hour, we'll talk more about the Pelicans. We're also going to get into um, uh, what's going on with the St. Salary cap uh, and what happened there and uh, why, again, it might have been uh, better off for the Saints to be able to hold on to at least two players uh, rather than pay them to go away, basically the same salary that they would have had to play, pay to be able to keep them here in New Orleans. We'll get into that as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good i'm here with my good friend mike delahousie of the tiktok cafe what you say to eric hey did i ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio no mike did i ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner hey bud no as a matter of fact you haven't that's because you don't come on man you know that ain't nice and uh, neither is your help oh man then why do you eat here so often well my wife says that i'm a glutton for punishment the tiktok cafe where the video poker is always hot 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 causeway and i-10 better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-489-5660. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-489-5660 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-489-5660 to see if you qualify. That's 800-489-5660. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your AC breaks down, you're in the dog days of summer, man, I don't want you to sweat it. Think Burkhardt. Again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Uh, whether, it's, uh, low, whether, again, you're talking about uh, your, your um, residence, 
Um, whether you're talking about your business or industrial, they are there for you. They are the experts in all. Uh, doesn't matter what type of brand you have at your home or your business, they they can uh, they are authorized to service it. And with 15 trucks in the field, a 30-minute courtesy call, and eight certified technicians, highest certification in the industry, uh, they'll be they'll be there for you, and they'll be there for you quickly. They all answer the phone 24/7, 365. Uh, again, they have technicians that are on call for you. So when your AC breaks down, just think acpromise.com. acpromise.com. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com. All right, um, as mentioned, for those that are tuning in right now, the Memphis, the uh, Woj uh, from ESPN is uh, reporting that the Memphis Grizzlies and the New Orleans Pelicans are finalizing a deal that would send um, uh, Jonas Falosensis, <laughs> I know I'm butchering his name, uh, and uh, the 2021 number 17 and 51 picks to uh, the Pels for Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, uh, this year's 2021 number 10 overall pick, number 40 overall pick, and one of the future first-round picks from the from the Lakers. That'll be the 2022 protected first-round pick for the Lakers. Uh, uh, Valenzensis has a one-year deal left at $14 million. One year, $14 million uh, left on his contract. So that will give the Pelicans more wiggle room on their uh, salary cap. To be able to go out and sign some more veterans if necessary. Uh, this would also rid them, obviously, of two players that just did not fit. Um, uh, when you look at Bledsoe, he just quit on this team from day one. Didn't want to play for Van Gundy. Obviously, that was early. And, again, it was never lived up to the, the billing uh, that uh, was coming in as, again, a top defensive player. Uh, Steven Adams was not an issue. The issue with Steven Adams is you had him for $29 million for one year. You extended him. Okay, and you gave him two more years at $17 million next year and $17.9 million the following year. Um, and, and a guy that just did not fit next to Zion. Great pick-and-roll player. You thought he was going to be a guy that could be a leader in the locker room for you. Maybe he was. You know, those culture-driving veterans. Bledsoe and, um, Vets, Bledsoe and also um, uh, Adams just, uh, just never really fit what they were trying to do here in New Orleans, especially when they went to a point Zion. It was a completely different situation. Uh, but, again, we'll see how that kind of plays out uh, with, with this going forward. But it looks as though, again, Griff has been able to make a deal using some of the assets that he has, again, uh, attaching uh, picks uh, to this deal to be able to move on from Adams and Bledsoe, which, again, gets him back at square one, right? You made a mistake. Now, now again, you get rid of the Van Gundy mistake after you made that mistake. It cost the organization, obviously, more money in having to pay a coach that's not coaching here anymore. Uh, and then you're in a situation now where uh, you're able to get rid of Bledsoe, get rid of Adams. You clear the slate there, uh, opening up some more cap room for you, but you're giving up the 10th overall pick, the 40th overall pick, and one of your Laker picks, first-round picks, uh, to be able to do so. So uh, we'll see, again, uh, if there's anything else in the works here. But that looks like, again, that, that's coming down the pipe. We know that tomorrow Willie Green is going to be announced as the um, – uh, official head coach of, of the New Orleans Pelicans. I've got some thoughts on that when we get into hour number two. Uh, about that, uh, again, uh, you know, if that's going to work long-term or not. Uh, but this is a good first step uh, for Griff, who desperately needed a splash. And But the splash is, again, all right, I, the, the, mistake, the things I did last season, they were all mistakes. I went out and got Bledsoe and Adams, and I, get, and I got rid of Drew Holiday. Holiday wins a, um, a championship. And you're left with, again, two guys that just didn't fit what you needed to do. So you've had to attach draft choices to be able to get rid of those guys. 
Now, what are you going to do with the draft choices that are coming in? That's that again. That's the question. Seventeen and forty. Um, also, again, uh, the thought was that that Laker pick down the line was going to help you. Well, all it helped you was was to get rid of mistakes. That's the bottom line here. Uh, I mean, I can sugarcoat it if you like, but that ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me. And I was a guy that had the pom-poms out, had the man crush on David Griffin early. Uh, David Griffin has proven up to this point to be a charlatan. He's got a long way to go to get myself and a lot of fans back based on, again, because the only thing he's doing right now is getting back to ground zero. He's getting back to zero. And he's had to use assets that, that were hopeful, again, to be able to bring in, again, uh, either, either quality players or, again, to be able to bring in guys that you can groom uh, down the line here to be part of this organization. We'll see. So, again, the draft so far look good. Uh, the player personnel that he's, moves that he's made thus far when it comes to trades, not so good. From J.J. Redick to Eric Bledsoe to Steven Adams, they've all been bust. Coachings, uh, naming his coaches, all bust. Uh, Alvin Gentry was here. He extended him a year and then got rid of him. Van Gundy doesn't last eight months. So he's got a long way to be able to, again, get me back. Get me back again, thinking that this guy knows what he's doing. And we'll talk about all that in the second hour for sure. Uh, when, you, when you start talking about where these Pelicans are uh, with, the again, the hiring uh, of, of Willie Green. So we'll see. Um, when you talk about uh, the situation with uh, uh, Valacentis, uh, again, Last year, he played 72 games. He averaged 17 points a game, 12.5 rebounds. He shot 37% from three-point line and 77% from the free-throw line. Uh, again, uh, so, and thanks, thanks to my man uh, uh, Ned for, uh, for sending me that uh, via uh, text. I didn't have a chance to look that up yet. Not bad stats. The Duke can still play. The question is, again, he's got a decent three-point shot. So, again, they can stretch the defense. Uh, is he going to be able to coexist with um, – with with Zion, you would say on paper, yes. He's a guy that can block shots. Uh, he's a guy that also, again, can score. So we'll see how, how it plays out. Uh, he's got to be able to be a guy that either, again, is a is a, a player that can be moved for other players that can get you better or a guy that can come in and make you forget about, again, the nightmare that was uh, Eric Bledsoe and, and to a, a lesser extent, Stephen Adams. I hate to lump. Stephen Adams and with Eric Bledsoe, because Bledsoe just was a, was a complete bust uh, for this team. Uh, you never heard Adams again was a guy that was you know not paying attention in a huddle, or or a guy that again that wasn't living up to his potential or, or what you thought you were getting. It just I just thought the fit wasn't good there with Zion uh, at times, and you know, I thought you need a more athletic center, uh, and you know it's up, up it's really up in the air on whether again that's going to happen. And with with uh with Valacentis, Valis- <laughs> I'm I'm blowing that name with Valacentis. All right, again, one more time before before we get out of here. What about a minute and a half left? Uh, breaking news: Woj is reporting for those that are just getting in the car. Uh, Memphis and the and the Pelicans are are finalizing a trade uh, that would send Jonas Valacentis uh, and a 2021 uh, picks number 17 and 51 to New Orleans. New Orleans would send Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe and 2021 picks number 10 overall and number 40 overall and the the protected Laker first-round pick in 2022 
uh, to the Grizz to make that um, that deal happen. Uh, Valicentis has one-year deal, $14 million on his contract next year, and then he will be an unrestricted free agent, opening up even more cap room. Remember, that'll be the summer, I believe, that, that – um, if I'm not mistaken, that Zion will be eligible for his uh, for his extension. So they're going to need some money there going forward. There's been a lot of rumors over the weekend, uh, more rumors about Lonzo Ball, possibly with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, there was a rumor earlier today that I, that I read that said that uh, there's a possibility uh, that uh, that uh, Brandon Ingram uh, may be on the move as well. I don't know if I'd get into if I'd, I'd buy that, but there's a lot of talk about maybe the Miami Heat. Uh, I think they're going to hold on to Brandon Ingram, but we'll see how it plays out. All right, hour number two coming up. We'll talk about Willie Green. We'll talk about the Pels. We'll also talk about the Saints. Uh, why, again, maybe they should have held on to a couple players that they paid to go away, that they could have paid those guys the same amount of money to stay. We'll get into that. It's all coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Stick around. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Hour number two, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home weekdays four to six. Also, listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Uh, we're on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. The podcast is on the Anchor Podcasting app. Uh, also, on all the major podcasting platforms as well. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it will be Juan Kincaid who will be our guest on the program. So, again, uh, if you missed hour number one, you missed us talking about the Michael Thomas situation. Uh, also, again, uh, the breaking news where uh, the Pelicans have made a deal, according to Adrian Wojciechowski of ESPN. Memphis is finalizing a single trade that will send uh, Jonas Valasunas. There we go. Uh, and a 2021 uh, number 17 pick and 51 pick uh, to New Orleans for Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, 2021 picks number 10 and number 40, and the Lakers protected 2022 first-round pick. Uh, Valasunas has um, one year left on his deal at $14 million. It opens up a tremendous amount of cap room for the Pels. It also gets rid of the uh, mistakes of bringing in an Adams and a Bledsoe, which did not fit with this team last season. Uh, you're giving up the 10th pick and then the 40th pick overall. You're getting back the 17th and the, and the uh, 51st pick, but you're all giving up one of those Laker picks uh, that, again, you gave up for An- that you got for Anthony Davis. Uh, in addition, um, uh, there were rumors that the uh, uh, Pelicans uh, are have an interest in Miles Turner as well. Maybe that happens. Maybe it doesn't. Now with uh, uh, Valensunas uh, coming to New Orleans, uh, also uh, uh, Willie Green is expected to be announced the official uh, officially announced the head coach of the Pelicans on, on tomorrow. We'll get into Willie Green in a moment. Uh, over the weekend, the uh, the Saints have signed Brian Poole, formerly of the Jets formerly of the Atlanta Falcons, to a one-year deal. He is a slot corner. Now, there's talk that they're going to move, or at least try, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson at the outside corner position. Man, I'll just say this right now. <laughs> you know, maybe he, maybe he can do it. Maybe he can do it. The dude was one of the best slot corners in the NFL last year. Now, you were able to move him around. He was physical. He was. Uh, he really held up at the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know, again, if he can play the position, fine. I just find it again. It's just to, to me, it is a roll of the dice here. Chris Hogan, formerly of the of the uh, New England Patriots, worked out with the Saints today. He's also playing professional lacrosse. We'll see again. Michael Thomas out. They're searching for wide receivers. Caesars has been officially named the uh, naming rights partner for the uh, for the Superdome and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Harris Casino here in New Orleans, which is under the umbrella of Caesars, will also transition uh, to the Caesars brand. We had talked about that last week on the program, and of course, that looks like it's going to come to fruition. But let's start off this this uh, this segment with uh, with talking about the Saints, and then I'm going to get into Willie Green and the situation with the Pelicans. Um, you guys know I watch the cap pretty pretty clo- pretty closely. 
And when you look at the situation right now uh, with the Saints, I kept waiting for the dead money cap to come out. And I think it was John Singler of, um, of Saints Wire uh, that had this and that had, had the numbers uh, on one of his articles recently. And I was able to pull it. And I wasn't able to get to it. But maybe that Midas touch that we've been talking about with the front office has been tarnished a bit. Uh, number one, with the revelation of Michael Thomas not having offseason surgery. And look, I said it in the first hour, my mind is blown, absolutely blown. I do not know how a guy is supposed to have surgery in February and he doesn't do his follow-up appointment with the specialist after the specialist says, let's give it a week, to, uh, a month to heal and see if it's, if it's healing. You know he's got torn ligaments and a torn deltoid. Supposedly, in reading up on that surgery over the weekend, you can't do the surgeries together. It has to be two separate surgeries that have to be done. Okay? And no one from the Saints seemed to be able to follow up with Michael Thomas. They didn't find out until June, again, that, that the surgery wasn't happening and, and, of course, the shape that he was in. Even after Peyton said, so far, so good. On, on Michael Thomas to the media in June when he knew that, again, Thomas's uh, ankle was as bad a shape as it was when he, when he left the uh, facility uh, after the season ended. But we know, again, the Saints have about $33 million in dead money they had to eat. Look, the majority of that was Breeze, right? $11.5 million. They split that over two years of $22 million. So next year, another $11.5 million. This is where it gets a little sketchy for you, ladies and gentlemen. They had to pay... Janoris Jenkins, seven, seven, about $7.4 million to, to keep him on the roster this year. They have $7.2 million in dead money because they cut him. Let that sink in for a moment. They cut him having to, because they had to pay him about $7.4 million, between seven four and seven six. But they have to eat $7.2 million in dead money. What was... What sense does that make? So you're paying the guy as much to go away as you were going to pay him to keep him. To me, the more responsible thing to do would be extend him. Put some dummy years in there and then deal with that maybe in a year or two. Mickey Loomis did not go in that direction. So essentially, you paid Janoris Jenkins as much to leave, to go, to go with the Tennessee Titans and sign a new contract with them, right? Then you would have to hold on to him and maybe give him an extension a year or so, even though, again, he's in his 30s. He still played at a high level last year. Knowing the void at cornerback, you paid him as much to go away as you were going to pay him to be on the field. It doesn't stop there, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't stop there. I was blown away when I saw these numbers. You had to pay... Emmanuel Sanders, $1 million on his contract this year. You paid him $4.1 million to go away. Wait, you heard me right. He was going to make $6 million on the team. But because of the dead money, once you cut him, $4.1 million became due. Now, again, they can only designate a couple players to go post-June 1st where you can split that money over, over two years. I'm not sure if that was happened with Jenkins or Sanders, who, again, had the most money, of, of dead money, outside of Drew Brees. 
But these are two critical players that you could not afford to lose. Here's the other part. of I mentioned the first hours, if you want to say your mind gets blown even more, you knew Michael Thomas didn't have surgery. You did not go out and get a free agent wide receiver. You didn't draft a free a wide receiver in a very, very deep and, and talented wide receiver draft in this draft until the seventh round. You could have held on to Emmanuel Sanders. Extend him a year. You put some dummy years behind it. Now, maybe they tried with both of these players to do that, and both players balked on him and decided, you know what, I'm going to do better on the open market. Absolutely mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing that, again, that you, would be, you would have been in that situation where you have this dead money, And you got rid of a player or players at positions of need, didn't have a plan to ultimately come back with other players that, again, could help you. And you let two guys walk that you knew were in your system, that you knew, again, worked for you. But yet, you paid them as much money to go away as if you would have paid them to keep them. Now, I know that, again, they were, they, they were gotten to the point where they, they had not really had a chance, that they had already worked out a bunch of different deals. And, and look, we've talked about the Ryan Ramshack situation, right? Where, again, if you get Ramshack taken care of, more than likely you're in a position where uh, you're not going to, where, where, again, you're not going to have to cut a lot of these players. Malcolm Brown, the same thing. Malcolm Brown, you paid him $1.5 million to leave. Just amazing to me. Three players that now you've got this dead money that you're holding on to, which wasn't much more than what you were paying them to begin with. Malcolm Brown was making $5 million. So you got rid of him and you still had to eat $1.5 million. The Jacksonville Jaguars, as soon as they got him, they, they, they... they negotiated a new deal and extended. So you end up paying Sanders to go away. You were going to pay him just as much to get him to be here in New Orleans, a difference of $2 million. Malcolm Brown, you paid him to go away. He had a deal for $5 million. You had to pay, you have $1.5 million in dead money. And then Jenkins, which is the one that really pulls your mind, about seven point six to stay. About 7.2 to go. Just doesn't make a lot of sense. Just doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, you look at the players, they're in their 30s, right? To me, I thought they could have been been extended with cap-friendly deals. To me, it cost the team as much to release them as it did to keep them. Especially when we know, again, the Saints have no other starting cornerback. Michael Thomas didn't have his surgery. They didn't, again, have another veteran in here. Malcolm Brown, of course, they, they didn't foresee the Anyamata situation, but that compounds that now, right? <sighs> I mean, now that the numbers are out, Loomis and company, which were once lauded as, again, cap mat magicians, they look bad. In fact, i got to say, this offseason, Peyton, Loomis, the entire organization looked like they had no offseason plan after COVID-19 losses. Uh, and when the COVID-19 losses came, they shelved their plan. 
Uh, and, and they looked like, again, that there was no other plan in after the pandemic. I point again to Peyton with the off-season workouts and, and camps, saying no again to that. So I'll tell him, tell him guys, stay home and, and get in shape. What that has turned out. And then Loomis for letting starters walk out the door and eating as much dead money as it would have taken uh, to, to be able to keep them on the roster. I mean, the bloom's off the rose here a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. There had to be something you could have done to keep those players around, especially when you're paying as much to get rid of them as having them on the roster. Look, if if it was a big difference between the two, then you say to yourself, well, the Saints had to do what the Saints had to do. But there was not much difference. And, again, what you were paying them to, again, in dead money to get out of the door, then what you were going to pay them to be on the roster. So why not keep them on the roster? And you don't have the hole at cornerback where you're searching and you're thinking about moving Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the outside, and he doesn't play the outside. Where you sign a guy in Brian Poole, wait a minute, he's not an outside corner, he's an inside corner. You draft a player in the third round, but you don't even know if that player can play on the NFL level yet. You have no answer at the wide receiver position with Emmanuel Sanders gone and now Michael Thomas laying on your leg by not getting the surgery. You have no, none at all. You got a bunch of undrafted free agents that are playing wide receiver for you now. You could have extended Sanders. He was productive last year. And then the Malcolm Brown, which I thought was, again, a mortal sin until I saw the dead money or the cap with Jenkins and, and, and also with, uh, with Sanders. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a mortal sin to get rid of it because it's only $5 million, right? But when you look at the dead money with Jenkins and, and Sanders and you realize that, again, it's negligible on the amount of money that, again, they, would, that they actually would have saved by getting rid of these players, my mind is blown, completely blown by what has gone on out on, out on airline drive. I mean, does some aliens land in there and take everybody who they're going to have common sense away? Because it looks like the post-Breeze era, like a bunch of Keystone cops are in charge right now. You know, Peyton Bing going, man, stay home. Don't worry about coming over to the facility. Nah, stay home. I trust each and every one of you. See what that trust got him. Lattimore on a gun charge. He's going to be out one to two games for a suspension. Michael Thomas won't be ready till October, maybe. Because he decided not to have surgery. Nobody followed up. I mean, you want me to keep going? This is ridiculous. Anya Mata with his PED situation. And then now finding out $33 billion in dead money. And part of that dead money is players that, again, were making as much if you kept them on the roster than if you let them go. And we ain't even started talking about the Pelicans yet. Phew. I mean, I, I need a break. This is, this is mind-blowing. I need a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Let me catch a breath. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon. And available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Audible. Make it a summer to remember with Audible. It delivers everything you love listening to all in one app. Stream the newest hot releases, bestsellers, Audible originals, popular podcasts, and more. Start listening free with a 30-day trial at audible.com. 
Delays are heavy on 10 westbound from just past Elysian Fields to Canal, and then delays pick back up from City Park to the airport. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high-rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dowman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana in the market for a generator for your home or your business think burkhart burkhart air conditioning and heating authorized again um uh to be able to sell a generator to you folks don't forget uh if you're in in, in the market for a generator burkhart's got you covered uh first of all they'll sit down with you do a consultation find out how much uh, of a generator you're looking uh for for your home or your business uh, after the, after that uh, consultation, they'll sit down with you uh, and uh, come up with a date on the calendar where you can come and install. When they do that, it's a single-day install for you. Uh, 
That's right, a single-day install. Uh, they have all the parts that you need for your generator. So if you need generator service, uh, they got 24-7, 365 emergency service for you. Also, when it comes to generators, again, uh, financing of that with generators. You can finance it over time. A new install quality check after one month. Burkhardt's got you covered there. They do that with everything they install for you. And, of course, if you utilize your generator over 100 hours, remember, uh, Burkhardt reminds you that you have to have it serviced by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. Generator sales and service. Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Larry Holder to join us at 535. We'll talk some Saints with him. But uh, Willie Green is being announced as the uh, Pelicans head coach uh, tomorrow. And again, it's the worst-kept secret in, in, in all of sports. Uh, look, nobody knows what type of coach Willie Green's going to be. I mean, that's just, that's just the bottom line. We have no idea, okay? Uh, but what we do know is he will not have the autonomy to be, again, Willie Green the head coach. Why is that? Because it's become abundantly clear that, again, the puppet strings will be attached to Green, and the puppeteer is going to be David Griffin. Now, Griffin has never coached on any level, including the NBA. Started out with the Suns and Analytics Department, worked his way up, uh, eventually became the general manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers. They were going in the same direction like the Pelicans are right now, building through the draft, etc. until LeBron James came back home. And then he usurped all of David Griffin's power in Cleveland at that point. They won a title. Now, again, he comes to New Orleans as, a, as again, a newly minted general manager after, again, a uh, stint on NBA TV. And uh, what has happened since then, two coaches were fired in, in subsequent years. Uh, to me, the shroud has been lifted off David Griffin. Griffin wants to call the shots. And that's something we did not know when he, when he said he wanted a collaboration when he first came in. When he talked, he wanted, he wanted to make it a family atmosphere. All that sounded great. But it didn't sound like a guy, that again, that wanted to be a, 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 guy, a guy that was going to be a meddler. That was going to have to be involved in, again, the minutes played and, uh, you know, who was playing minutes. Ultimately, again, uh, what the rotations were going to be and, and player development, who's being developed. He doesn't have the qualifications for that. He's never been a coach. So now you've got a rookie head coach. And now you're going to have a vice president of basketball operations that's going to be in his ear every single day. Look, you've got to take the job. You've got to take the job. You've got to get your foot in the door to be a head coach. If you think the players lost respect with Stan Van Gundy, wait till they see William Willie Green genuflect the griff on in-game decisions. That just doesn't work. Meddling front offices don't work. You know, thankfully, Griff was able to make a deal today, giving up some of those treasure chests of assets to be able to get rid of his first mistakes that he made here in New Orleans. And of course, that is uh, bringing in Adams and Bledsoe. He was able to rectify that this afternoon with the, with the Memphis Grizzlies. But now he wants complete control. Meanwhile, ownership just sits back and watches this, this ship. Again, it's teetering on the edge here. You've got a disgruntled star that's not even on a second contract, who, again, at the end of the season, quoted the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Griff and his need to be all-powerful within the organization, to me, is the definition of insanity. And look, Jacques Vaughn wanted nothing to do with it. You know, everybody thought Jacques Vaughn was going to be the guy. He had head coaching experience, was young. He fit all the qualifications you were looking for in a head coach. He balked. Said he wanted to stay with his kids in, in Brooklyn. He wanted nothing to do with, again, having a, uh, again, a uh, overburdensome vice president of general, uh, vice president of basketball operations slash general manager slash everything, do everything in the, in, in, the, uh, in the organization to be looking over his shoulder. And neither would any other uh, coach in the NBA with, again, skins on the wall. 
Anybody that, again, had skins on the wall? Look, let me ask this question. I'm just being honest here. Isn't it curious that you get a chance to coach a once-in-a-generation player, the guy who's supposed to be the next face of the NBA, and all you're getting to line up is a bunch of inexperienced assistants that are salivating for their first job? And I'm just asking this as an honest question. I mean, wouldn't you think the best in the NBA or those that, again, uh, that, that have been coached in the NBA um, would, would, be, would be chomping at the bit to have a chance to be able to coach Zion? Well, not if you got, a, uh, again, a meddlesome vice president of basketball operations. They're not going to give up their power. They're going to allow, again, the front office to dictate what happens, and then ultimately they got to walk the plank for it, like Gentry did, like Stan Van Gundy did. So the best he could do is, again, get inexperienced assistants that would do anything for their first job. Look, some franchises can have a cooperative agreement between coaches and the front office. We saw it in Milwaukee, right? Here in New Orleans, I see, well, all I see is two strikes on Griff. And it seems unlikely at this point he doesn't strike out. He came in as, again, a guy that was supposed to stabilize the franchise. And let's face it, now that the shroud has been pulled back, it really hasn't happened. He's now bringing in a coach that has a tremendous amount of upside. We, we know, again, Willie Green from his time here in New Orleans. And we know the reputation that Willie Green was, is, is going to be a coach. He's got that. But the question is, can Willie Green put his stamp on this floundering franchise with a meddling vice president of basketball operations, having to sign off on everything from the uniforms to the minutes played? It's a legitimate question, ladies and gentlemen. It's a legitimate question. Look, I wish Willie Green the best. I really want this team uh, to be a contending team. I want it to win a championship, okay? But the question is, can that happen with Griff's fingers on everything? My guess is it's going to be a continuation of a disastrous franchise. Players play, coaches coach, and those in the front office take care of what a front office personnel take care of. And that's just the way it is. If Griff continues to meddle, he's setting up green and this franchise for failure. And if the ownership stands by and allows this to continue to happen, again, they are as much as fault as David Griffin is. On one hand, I applaud Willie Green coming in and hope that he can turn the franchise around. On the other hand, I'm very skeptical with having, again, an overbearing, meddling vice president of basketball operations who's got to have his fingers in everything. That just doesn't work. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Larry Holder joins us on the program. We'll talk about the Saints. We'll talk about the situation with Michael Thomas. We'll get into all that. If we got some time, I'll talk to ask him about the trade between the Memphis Grizzlies and, and the Pelicans that uh, get rid of uh, Adams and, and Bledsoe here in New Orleans. Uh, but, again, it was at a cost. It was at a cost. Well, all that coming up next here on Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Avenue. 
At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. It's critical that our community donate blood this summer. Fact check. If you had COVID and are feeling better, donate. There's a blood shortage. Fact check. If you've received the COVID vaccine, you can donate. Fact check. If you don't get the vaccine, you can still donate. See a trend? As long as you're feeling well, COVID or the vaccine won't stop you from saving a life. Give blood today. Visit thebloodcenter.org for more details and to find a donation location near you. The Blood Center. This is how life Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rock out and rock on with Views Alto, the vape as unique as you are. With Views by You, you can customize yours with four colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. Make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views, charge beyond. Vapor products, underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. If you buy too much, you waste money. If you come up short, you waste time. And if you don't have the right metal, you waste time and money. You've got to spend wisely. Metal Supermarkets has the experience, knowledge, and inventory to get the job done right the first time. No matter what project you're working on, Metal Supermarkets is your first choice for any metal. Cut to size and ready fast. We also offer fast delivery and no minimum order size. Visit Metal Supermarkets in New Orleans or MetalSupermarkets.com. back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, with you weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Joining us on the program now, as he does each and every Monday, is Larry Holder of The Athletic. Larry, how are you, bud? I'm good, Eric. How are you? 
Doing good. A lot to talk about, my friend. And I guess first off the box, we, we, we talk a little bit about Michael Thomas and um, what happened in the offseason that he did not get surgery. I'll just toss it to you. Well, that's that's probably a question that only he can really answer. I'll be uh, uh, frank. Uh, you know, I, uh, I'd heard about this, that there were some concerns there maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, and uh, just what I had heard is that uh, he basically delayed uh, what was going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was uh, it, it, what he was thinking there, uh, but uh, the Saints uh, and their uh, training staff, they they, uh, they finally got on him enough to, to, I guess, get the procedure done, and it was too little too late at that point. And so, uh, you know, it, it's uh, – it's frustrating in that sense uh, it, that it, to me, it seems like he was the one to kind of just delay it. And uh, now the saints are in a bind and Eric to me just, just kind of goes to a pattern with Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, it's, it's been uh, quite a, a year for him and you have to question some of his decisions and it's uh, and now it's going to affect the team on the field. And, uh, you know, you, it's, it's, it's a real, to me, a bizarre scenario why, uh, why you wouldn't get this done. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, and to me, uh, and from what I'm hearing, it would be uh, the expectation is he misses five games. Uh, so that puts you missing six weeks because you have the bye week. So uh, the target would be, say, mid-October when he would come back. And that's, uh, that, I know the team's frustrated with, with the situation, no question. Larry Holder, the athletic, is with Larry. They can be frustrated all they want, but but they they are part and parcel of this. I mean, again, if in, first of all, he didn't have surgery during the season last year, which a lot of people thought he felt they should have, based on again his production. But again, he didn't. It is what it is. He was injured. You get to January, and again, he sees a specialist, and then ultimately said it's supposed to be a one month to see if it's going to heal on its own, which again was was unlikely considering again it was supposedly torn ligaments and a torn deltoid. Uh, some have said that that is that takes two surgeries, not one, to be able to get that done. And then there's no follow-up. Again, where, the, the team couldn't find him. Was he MIA? Was he not answering the phone? Did he go out the country? I mean, you know, from, from February to June, what happened that, again, they were not on him. He did not get the surgery. There was nothing. Were they pushing? Were they prodding? Because they could not find him. To me, again, this is a failure on a lot of levels, not just on Michael Thomas and the selfishness on his part, but on the organization as well to not make sure again, that their player that they paid $100 million to, $61 million guaranteed, uh, that is damaged good, is not getting, again, the surgery to repair the injury before the season starts. Well, uh, look, I mean, is there some blame to go on the team? Sure. I mean, absolutely. You want to make sure you want to make sure that he does this, but uh, you can't force the guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that's like if somebody, you know, say if uh, you have a player and he's hurt, but he doesn't go get treatment. And then, this, you know, it's it's on the player to, to be able. You can start to... firing the player. You can take his bonus away. There's got to be something in, in inside of that bonus that if he's not doing what he needs to do to get himself on the field, that it then at that point is in, in a situation where again there's a fine or again maybe that bonus was taken away. Remember with that fight with with, with Chauncey Gardner Johnson and subsequently the problems that they had with the coaching staff, they could have taken part of his bonus away and they chose not to with that suspension. Yeah, well, I get, look, I think part of this is you're enabling a, a star player, and I think Michael Thomas probably took advantage of that. And so that's in that sense, you could certainly blame 
the theme for that. And uh, so, look, it's uh, it, it seems like you know ever since we got out of 2019, uh, you know, it, it's just been it's just kind of been seemingly one thing after the other uh, with Michael Thomas. And so it's uh, you know it's something that. Uh, just from one, my understanding, it, basically, uh, my source tell me told me that basically Michael Thomas blew off the training staff. That's the phrasing that I received, and so, uh, and uh, of course, uh, Bo Lowry, he was the head of it, and uh, you know, it, it, he mm-hmm. basically, blew, from what my source told me, he blew him off, and then they finally uh, basically convinced him to have the surgery, uh, and was wondering why he hadn't had it yet, uh, that sort of thing, and so. And uh, it's <laughs> and now it's it's uh, it's kind of a a wild uh, a wild connection here that Bo Lowry uh, is not with the Saints anymore. Uh, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you know because he left on his own. Uh, yes. I know the Saints tried to actually keep him, but uh, he left on his own. Uh, but still, you know, it's just uh, it's also Eric. We've heard you know the Saints medical staff have issues yep. in the past, and yep. I can understand why. Uh, Fans would be certainly frustrated uh, because uh, this is another instance of, uh, you know, uh, where where things aren't aligned and you're having issues and uh, people are probably thinking, oh, here we go again. And, and it's different people that, that the Saints are dealing with uh, yes. than it was back when, remember, when Delvin Bro was misdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. And you had other yes. players go, deal with injuries and uh, did not and, and they did not handle it uh, as, as they should have. I agree, Larry. I mean, again, where's the general manager? Does he make the phone call? Where's the head coach? Does he make the phone call? I mean, at some point, this is a guy you're relying on. And then the other part of this is, this is going on from February all the way to June. You don't sign a free agent wide receiver. You don't draft a wide receiver high in the draft, knowing that this guy is probably not going to be ready for the regular season, or he's dodging you because he doesn't want to have surgery. I mean, that's a, again, that's another failure on the part of the organization. Well, it just seems like there's there's a disconnect with the, the team and the player, and you, it's definitely both both ways. But uh, you know, we we've seen the Saints even have to discipline Michael Thomas. Of course, you referred to to uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson uh, issue, and it, it's uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it seems like that the, this relationship is a bit fractured, and. To me, you hear rumors of Michael Thomas potentially being traded. You know, you, you, once you mm-hmm. hear those rumors, you know those aren't out there by accident. No, I think there's there's definitely a fracture, uh, and both and blame can go both ways. But there's definitely uh, some kind of fracture there, and uh, this isn't the first time we've seen it with a big time skill position player where there's a fracture mm-hmm. and then they move on. You know, this is a seen it with Jimmy Graham we've seen it with Brandon right. Cooks uh and so this is uh it's uh it's troubling I'd say especially when you're walking into a season where uh you need him more than ever given the same situation with at quarterback which brings me back to my point again at some point between February when he didn't show up for his appointment with the specialist and June you knew this guy was not going to be available. It's a four-month surgery, a rehab from the surgery. 
So why did when why was there not a move then to be able to extend Emmanuel Sanders, keep him here, uh, go out and get a free agent because you know Michael Thomas is not going to be ready? Or again, in a very deep wide receiver draft with a lot of talent at wide receiver, not go out there and get a wide receiver other than the seventh round. Larry, that's mind-blowing to me. We well, didn't know what was going Michael on because, Thomas, again, they kept it quiet. But they knew what was going on. Yeah, and even if Michael Thomas was healthy, you could argue that they still needed wide receiver help. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So, and so now you're in a position where uh, you're having to lean on Traquan Smith and uh, Marquez Callaway and DeAndre Undrafted Harris. free agents and Traquan Smith. Pretty much that, that, that says it all. Undrafted free agents and and, 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 and Traquan Smith. That's what you have right now at the wide receiver yeah. position. Maybe Sean Payton no, I, that uh, he's he's got Mar- he's got Marcus Colston and Lance Moore and Debra Henderson and he, maybe hope he, he does. Thinks, uh, <laughs> maybe he thinks he has that, but right. it's uh, it's definitely something that uh, yeah, uh, it, it seems like every way we turn, there's there's more questions and fewer answers uh, with this team as we get closer to training camp practice which starts thursday uh right this is a big opportunity for those guys all these players that we mentioned uh, but also it's uh uh, it it makes for uh, because i always thought the beginning of the schedule uh, outside of now week one since we all know it looks like aaron Rodgers is going to be there which we all Mm -hmm. we're not stupid we We figured figured that 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 was going to happen but uh look they're gonna they're gonna have some problems with the front end of that schedule and i think i thought the front end of that schedule you know, I thought four and one was actually a mm-hmm. a, a fair uh, way to look at their record going into that bye week, and that is definitely a, a little shakier than than what I, I would have imagined a couple weeks ago. I would agree. It it just seems like again that a lot of miss a lot of missteps in this off season. You know, the, the, don't don't worry about mini camp. Don't worry about coming in and working out, even though you got a brand new quarterbacks, might be having a new system, whatever it is. And then, of course, that again, you're, you're not these players are not in, in the facility. So, you know, you got Anyamata with the PEDs. You got Lattimore with the gun charge. And now you got this guy who, again, uh, again, you, you got $60 million, $61 million up front who doesn't get the surgery and now, again, won't be available for the first four games. It may be just the first four games of the season. Based on what his track record over the last year, he might make this thing, again, stretch out even longer because it doesn't seem like he wants to be here in New Orleans. Like I said, there's a disconnect there. I I don't know where it started, uh, but uh, it seems like uh, he, like he he got paid. He played extremely well, obviously in that 2019 season. Yep. And then he gets his ankle rolled up, and maybe maybe his his attitude changed after that. Like, why am I in the game? I got my ankle rolled up. I'm hurt now. And uh, his attitude changed. I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I just. Uh, we've seen this uh, happen, though. This isn't the first time or the second time uh, or the third time. It's it's weird how mm-hmm. we see big-time skill players with the Saints either become disenchanted or fall out of favor with, with the front office or the head coach. And, uh, it's, and, and now you don't have someone like Drew Brees to even calm a situation down. Yes. I think that's something that – uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, you you miss out on with this as well, and so it's uh, it's something that hey, 
we knew this season was going to be tough anyway. Uh, it, it, it's only getting tougher by the day, it seems like. No doubt about it. Um, they, were, they, they signed Brian Poole yesterday. There's been some talk that Gardner Johnson may move to the outside. Um, give me your thoughts. It seems like that that could happen. Uh, and we'll, we'll get a better idea once we get to Thursday. But that, you know, once you see that signing, uh, maybe that could be something that they tinker with. And uh, it's uh, but <laughs> CJ Gardner Johnson's also the same guy who, what four days ago, uh, put out a group of uh, of members of the secondary and included uh, Xavier Howard. <laughs> so you know, so maybe he's he's wanting to root for that uh, to happen as well. And so uh, right, uh, but I think that's something they should explore, uh, given where they are now and how well he's able to play in the slot. Uh, it limits what you do with him, but if he's able to play well, then. Then you're in good shape, but I, I, given their the lack of depth there, and I'm, the price it would have to you'd have to pay to go get a big time corner in a trade market, and then, and everyone in the league knows the Saints are desperate at that position. Um, I think it's definitely worth giving it a shot, uh, and it's something that uh, uh, I'm I'm curious to see where they go. I, that to me is the most curious. I thought a quarterback, of course, but that to me is the most curious. Uh, position group corner specifically uh, heading into the start of camp. Yep, no, no doubt about it. Uh, Hogan re- uh, supposedly worked out for the Saints today. Uh, they're obviously looking for wide receivers as well. Yeah, and they uh, and Hogan is uh, has agreed to terms, so he's going to. Oh, he has agreed uh, terms. Yes, he's agreed to terms, so he will. Uh, he will so be he won't be playing team. professional lacrosse anymore. <laughs> not well hey he's got to make the team and then if he doesn't yeah i guess he can go back to lacrosse <laughs> but uh, uh like uh, someone who uh been in a league for a while this that and the other and, and uh you know it's uh it, it's hey we'll, we'll see i mean remember last off season they signed nigel bradham and uh you know he was a, an established player he lasted a week but uh you know i think they, they probably think more uh on hogan uh than maybe they did on bradham but yeah it's uh uh, he's a veteran receiver. He certainly knows the game. Uh, uh, how much does he have left? Uh, that that obviously remains to be seen. Man, Larry, this is a um, this is gonna this has been an interesting off season. It will be an interesting camp as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look across uh, every position group. I would say outside of the offensive line, uh, you you can wonder what's going to be happening he, i'd even look at running back because you know at some point latavius murray he you know his time's going to be up i'm not saying that now but uh you you probably want to try to maybe establish some young running backs there uh and Kamara, how much do you use him because you're going to be leaning on him but then everywhere else quarterback wide receiver tight end defensive end defensive tackle linebacker corner maybe not safety but a punter I mean, look, look at all across the board. I mean, it is. Uh, uh, I'm I'm just glad that uh, even though we're seeing a bit of a spike in, in COVID uh, around uh, our our town and around our state, uh, it's good to see that all these practices are going to be open because uh, it's something that uh, people are going to be wanting to watch, and they're, they're, it's going to be the most interesting training camp we've seen probably since '06. Yep, uh, there's no doubt. Larry, what you got coming up for us on the athletic? 
Yeah, uh, tomorrow I have uh, the results of our Saints fan survey, uh, 25-question survey, uh, tallied the results from, from our subscribers. Uh, the results are uh, definitely uh, – some are predictable, some are not. Uh, so I, I'd be on the lookout for that. And then, uh, of course, look, we're going to be leaning into training camp. Um, and then uh, I'm actually going to be going to uh, tomorrow to Willie Green's opening press conference, and uh, I'm going to be diving into the Pelicans a little bit more uh, in, the, in, the, in the near future. So uh, I'm, I'm uh, another franchise where you're curious to see <laughs> the future holds. <laughs> so all of airline drive is uh, basically uh, uh, everyone's kind of waiting and seeing how, how things are going to yeah. pan out. Just uh, with about a minute, 30 seconds, your thoughts on the trade today? Uh, anything to get blood cells out, I think that's good. It's almost like when they got rid of Omar Ashik. <laughs> you know, right. just, yeah, get, uh, you know, uh, addition by subtraction here. And uh, you knew they were going to be making some deals. But, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm curious to see, though, if they're going to go out to Kyle Lowry. uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, do they retain Lonzo Ball? Uh, you know, for my money, I'm I'm going after Lowry. Interesting. We'll talk about it next week, my friend. You got it. All right, Eric. See you. Always a pleasure. Larry Holder, The Athletic. Don't forget, again, uh, describe to The Athletic. Um, believe me, dude. Uh, you, Larry can tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, if uh, if you love sports and you love the best writers out there, you gotta you gotta subscribe to the Athletic. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up uh, our number two. Wrap up the show. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies 
to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Benito's line cook just threw in his kitchen towel. This order needs to go out right now. He needs to find help before his customers are left waiting. Uh, so sorry. We'll be right with you. Who's got table six? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Tom Bodette here, still leaving the light on for the long-haul trucker. While we were locked down at home, you were out there day and night bringing us what we needed to make it through. And Motel 6 is here to help you make it through. Want to trade a loose load strap and a sore back for a good night's sleep? Yes, you do. Motel 6 has a place just down the road with a clean, comfortable room and a great low rate. You'll know it when you see it. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. If you missed any of today's show, go to our podcast on the Anchor Podcasting app. Be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Uh, it'll be on all the major podcasting platforms as well. I want to thank Larry Holder, The Athletic, for joining us on the program. All of our fantastic sponsors that sponsor this program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor. Sponsor our program. Thank you for supporting those sponsors. Thank you for those sponsors for supporting our program. Coming up next, it is uh, All Access for Ken Trahan. It's Kyle Mosley of St. News Network and uh, Pelicans beat writer Christian Clark of The Advocate. Enjoy your evening, New Orleans. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. Thanks to Rudy back in studio. My name is Eric Ash. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go.